0: Right, my beautiful Belugas, it is November 2nd, Thursday, week 9 of the NFL season, I believe, week 9, yeah, yep, yep, we are just crossing the halfway point of the regular season, of course, already going by too quickly for my liking, even though it's been a bit of a struggle, but um, coming off a week that we'll recap in a second here, but as always, BelugaBets podcast brought to you by Buffalo Sports Emporium, for all your sports memorabilia needs, head over there. Um but yeah, folks, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. I'm in a little bit of a better mood since last week. Last week was feeling a bit defeated. It was just a just a long week for me, you know. I go through the ups and downs. I wear I wear my heart on my sleeve. I show it to you guys, cause you know you're my, you're my trust tree. You guys are my my people. I, I like to be honest. But um, doing a little better this week, you know. It's still still a tough tough year, tough time. We we didn't have an amazing week last week, but two two and one, not bad. A lock hit. If the Eagles don't give up that late touchdown, we're golden, which <clears throat> is quite frankly just annoying, but you know, whatever, we'll live with it. Um, I'm also recording from a new location for the first time. I am in a house I just moved into, so I don't have a desk right now, I'm just laying in bed with the mic on my stomach as, as we we speak here, um, but it's working, it's working, I think it's going to work, I think we're going to have good vibes, we're going to have better vibes, better bets in the crib here I mean we'll see we'll see we gotta get hot we gotta we gotta test it out we gotta find a lucky, lucky spot on the couch or something but I feel good I feel good about it I feel good energy so we're gonna see how everything goes but once again last week recap we hit our lock the Cowboys minus six that was a pretty quick easy winner always love that for our lock um, besides for that the Eagles did push on the minus seven we ended up cashing on the Chargers on Sunday night football that was another easy one and then we lost on the Steelers, who could not handle the Jags at home in the rain. And we also lost on one other game. I'm trying to think which which game that was. Oh, the Niners. Yeah. Of course, when I bet the Niners, they freaking find a way to lose their third game in a row, which is pathetic. But um, we'll get to that. We'll get to the Brock Purdy hate train, which I am very much commanding right now. I am just, I am the, the fucking, what do you call it? What do you call the train guy? The conductor. I am the conductor of the Brock Purdy hate train right now, boys. But, um, yeah, overall it wasn't a bad week. We're trying to build momentum back. And through everything we've been through, everything we've been through this year, it's felt like it's been an awful year. You would think I'm like 5-20 and 20 would be my record. We're 3-4 and four on the locks. We're one lock away from getting back to 500 on the locks. We are 500 on the picks coming into tonight. But, folks, tonight's Thursday Night Football. And if you follow the Instagram, if you follow at BelugaBetsPod on Instagram, you would know that we took the Steelers tonight and we cashed it. The minus two and a half cash, minus three, whatever you got it at. It cashed. Steelers obviously won by four. little late touchdown. Love to see it. A few penalties helped them out on that final drive, especially in the red zone. Um, Penalty-filled game. I'm shocked the Titans kept it that close, but the Steelers really just incompetent at in moving the ball for long parts of the game as they always are, but they always find a way, miraculously. Their first team ever in NFL history to be outgained in every single one of their first eight games and have a winning record, which is not shocking at all. It's just shocking that they have a fucking winning record. That's impressive as hell. Um, but they're 5-3. Our playoff bet, not looking too shabby. This was a game they needed. You know, you need to beat Tennessee at home. They've won some tough games. They've lost some bad games, but they won some tough games. You know, they beat Baltimore. Um, and they found a way to, to win this one, which I love. And they've, they've beaten Cleveland as well. They've had, they've done well in division for the most part. They've done well in division. Um, but yeah, just impressive, impressive stuff from them. I'm happy they came through tonight. I'm happy they're keeping our division bet alive. Or not our division bet. We don't have a division bet. We have the playoff bet at Plus Money um, because I need one of them, one of the, the playoff bets I had, the Steelers or the Packers to hit. And the Packers... I don't even want to talk about them. I mean, what a disaster this year has been for the for the Green Bay Packers. Um, but we'll get to that. But anyway, <clears throat> I don't have too much else right now. I don't have too many big updates for you guys. Living in the new house. Finally living with some dudes again, which I like. But, um, you know, it's a little bit of a smaller room. A little bit of less space. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. You trade the good for the bad. The grass is always greener. There's going to be better things here. There's going to be better things where I was living by myself. But, um, hey, you know. A lot of people would kill to be a 23-year-old guy living in Arizona with a few other dudes just having fun betting on sports every day. So yeah I'm gonna take it I'm gonna take it and try to have fun with it. But regardless we're about five minutes in so let's start talking about actual football. Um, As I mentioned Thursday night we did not get to say that say that game. I wish I would have done the podcast last night. I was just so tired. I moved last night guys and let me tell you, I'm a quick mover, I'm a good mover, I just, I hammered everything out, I put all my clothes away, I put everything away, got everything set up, but it is a pain in the ass, and I didn't even have to move a mattress or any of that shit, like, that was already here, the guy I, I moved in for left it, which is really nice, but it was still just ass. asshole, I was exhausted at the end of the day, full work day, and then I move. like, I don't know what you want from me, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna be exhausted, um, so yeah, that was tough, but uh, wish I would record last night. I'll try to get Wednesday nights consistently from here on out, but we'll see. And um, yeah, I'm just trying to be consistent with you guys. I'm trying to I'm trying to deliver. I'm just trying to deliver. Okay, I I, I care about you guys. Um, the only thing other other week that'll be tough is Thanksgiving, so I will be doing some traveling. But I think I'll just end up recording on Monday. Do a little early pod for you guys with a few games on Thursday. Anyway, it's good to record early. Those games aren't gonna not not much is gonna change from Monday night to Thursday morning. So. Yeah, but we'll figure that out. But let's hop into it. Let's let's talk about the games this week, folks. Let's talk about the games. Um, already covered Pittsburgh. We had them. We're 1-0 this week. We are in the positive. Not our lock, of course. I don't really do that on Thursday nights, but we liked it. Um, so we took it, and it was a Beluga pick. We had a Beluga pick. We're 1-0 this week. I am actually feeling very confident this week. There's a few games I already know that I like, but we're going to get to that. Let's go through the slate as we always do. Um, looking at the bets, the splits, the handle, and the movement. So starting off with Kansas City in Miami, playing in Germany. I, I heard a funny joke. Um, oh, no, not a Dolph in Germany again, like a Dolphin in Germany again. You know, uh, pretty pretty bad joke, but um, <laughs> pretty hilarious. Nonetheless, uh, Nick Nick Tarani with, with that one. Pretty funny, I saw on Twitter. But um, anyway, neutral site game, the Chiefs are minus two. Um, 60% of bets, 70% of handle on the chiefs right now. Um, I'm seeing, so I lean that way in this one, especially the chiefs coming off a tough loss. They do, they did pick up, um, that receiver that they had before that they got back via trade. I think they gave like a six round pick to the jets for him. Um, who am I thinking of this Valdez Scantling? I think Valdez Scantling is going to help that receiving core. He's not a stud or anything, but he has some chemistry with Mahomes. That's really what they need right now. It seems like, and they just need to play better as a team. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but I think they're, they're kind of just feeling the, the Super Bowl hangover and just the, the kind of sense of urgency they need will be in an international game on an international stage. I think that's where they'll excel. I do worry about their defense covering the Dolphins. The Dolphins are playing a different brand of football, quite simply still. For the most part, the Eagles were able to shut them down, but we haven't seen teams really figure them out outside of Buffalo and Philadelphia. So I don't love this game. I'm not going to put it on the card, actually. I do like the Chiefs. To, to cover so I'll put them down as where I'd lean but this probably is not going to be a good pick barring some some knowledge or something that's going to come to me I do know fun stat for you guys I think teams that are the favorites in international games cover I think over 60% of the time uh, the last few years so something of note the favorites do well in those international games the Chiefs obviously being minus two so keep that in mind um, next game on the slate The Washington Commanders are headed to New England. Washington obviously shipping off both their edge rushers this week for some decent draft picks. The Chase Young goes for a third rounder from the Niners, which will be a later pick, obviously. And then they get Montez Sweat over to Chicago, and Chicago gives their second round pick, which is pretty crazy because that's going to be almost a first rounder. Chicago, for the second straight year in a row, well being awful trading their second round pick, I don't love that. Um, I mean, this trade is going to be better than the Chase Claypool trade. Montez Sweat is a good player. He's played a lot. Still hasn't had a season with double-digit sacks, which is like, okay, Chicago. I don't know why we're giving a second rounder for a guy we got to extend. But I do get it for the Bears. Like, they're just making sure they get a good player on their defensive line in the building, which I don't mind. And they have a ton of picks from Carolina. Like, people are going to give shit to the Bears, but I'm sure they'll have plenty of ammo this year. They're going to have two of the top five picks in the draft. They're probably going to have number one. Like They're probably going to be able to stack Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison on their offense immediately, which is pretty sick. They got Darnell Wright last year at tackle. Um, I don't know how this got into a Bears tangent, uh, just from the the commander's trades. Anyway, I I like what the Bears are doing in general. I think they're building well. Um, I don't think Fields is the guy. I don't think he's bad, but uh, if I get a chance at May or Williams, I'm I'm taking that chance. I'd honestly prefer May, um, while we're doing draft talk right now. I'm not a biggest Caleb Williams hater, like some people are, but... I do. I do, you know, not want to deal with him. I would not want to deal with him on my team just from what I've seen so far. I don't think any of the rumors are legit around him demanding equity in a team. Like people are saying he's going to demand a stake in a team when he gets drafted. That's not going to happen. Like he's not that generational, and he's not having that good of a year. Like he's just not going to be able to command that. And people saying he's going to go back to college. He's not going back to college. Like Going back to college for him not only delays him money immediately in the form of a signing bonus, in the form of a rookie contract, because NIL money, he's probably only making five mil tops in NIL money. Like, he's not that much of a big brand name. Like, he's in the Heisman commercials, but outside of that, he's not, like, like, nobody can make as much NIL money as they can make in the NFL and doing advertisements, too. Like, we have to realize that with NIL money. Like, when you get to the NFL, no one's stopping you from also doing those advertisements you were doing in college. Like, now they're just a bigger scale. You see Jalen Hulu has live sports? He's all over. He's getting the bag from Hulu. These athletes are getting the bag from Subway, freaking Foot Locker. I don't even know. But I'm just that's my point. Like, Caleb Williams is going to be in the NFL. I think he's going to go to the Bears, and I think he's going to say, okay, I get to play in Chicago. I'll shut my mouth. I'll play, and we'll see what happens. But long story short, I like what the Bears are doing. I'm encouraged by it. So Bears fans, I know it's been rough. I know you're never going to trust your team. You probably just have no hope. You're probably dead inside. I would be too. But, um, hey, come draft season, you're going to be having some fun with those mock drafts, okay? Trade back. Trade up. Take people. Tr- accumulate more picks. Take a quarterback. Don't. Stack your roster with blue-chip talent. Maybe take Brock Bowers and frickin' Marvin Harrison and just have the best receiving core ever for whoever's playing quarterback. I don't know. Anyway, that was a long tangent, and we got to get back to the picks in this game, the Commanders-Patriots, I lean towards the Patriots. Of course I do. Um, coming off a week where they didn't cover, they're only minus three. I think Washington has no juice. Um, I think Belichick will be able to figure out the enemy and Sam Howell in that offense. I don't know why they're the kryptonite for the Philadelphia defense, but they are this year, even though Philadelphia was able to squeak out victories both times. Um, but I think that they, that they figure out that Washington offense and, and stymie it, um, or stymie it, whatever you call it. But yeah, I like the Patriots minus three here. I don't think it can go on the card. I just don't like it enough. And I don't trust that offense. And, and the Washington does have a better offense. Like, i trust them to put up points probably more, even though they got shut down by the Giants two weeks ago. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm leaning the Patriots that way for sure. Probably not a card play. Okay. Interesting game up next. Seahawks at Ravens. So when I first saw this game, the spread is six. So the Ravens are six-point favorites. It's big. Like You don't usually get a 5-2 and two team getting six points like the Seahawks are here. The Seahawks, of course, came back to beat the Browns semi-convincingly last week. Um, wasn't a blowout or anything. And they were down, I think, in the second half. So was an interesting game, but they were able to win. They were able to beat that pretty damn good Browns defense. Um, so definitely interesting here. Um, definitely not sure which way this one's going to go. Baltimore is definitely due. For a letdown performance, Seattle's due for for one as well, though, you could say. They've won a lot of games in a row. I think they started off pretty rocky, and they've recently picked it up. So I would love to bet on Seattle in this spot usually, but I don't think they're due for like a, a good performance. Like They're first in their division. They get one more loss, and they have three losses with the Niners, and they're just tied with the Niners record-wise. I think that's more likely what's going to happen than them coming out and firing and having a great game. I could be wrong, but um, I still trust Baltimore. I still think Baltimore's great. Like This might be a special season for the Ravens outside of that weird Pittsburgh game where they couldn't catch the ball. So I'm not going to put the Seahawks on the card, but I do like them with six points. Anytime you give me a good, well-coached team with a lot of talent with six points, it's hard not to take them. So I'll lean Seattle in that that game. But I'm not gonna put it on the card. I, I'm being a little stingy here, guys. I told you I like some games, but haven't had any yet. So, with Cardinals Browns, um, I'm conflicted on this one. I I do lean towards the Browns though, for one simple reason. I think the Cardinals are playing Clayton Tune. They traded away Josh Dobbs. I think they're really in tank mode now. I think Josh Dobbs was playing really well. At quarterback, actually, for them, especially early in the year. Maybe not so much the last few weeks. But I really like what what they were doing on offense with him. I don't think the talent's there to really, to really pick it up with, with Clayton Toon. I think that Browns defense is phenomenal as well. Um, I think this is a great teaser spot, to be quite honest. And I might just rip it as a straight spot and take the Browns minus eight. I do really like it. But, um, yeah, I think the Browns defense eats the Cardinals' offense alive. I'm not sure how the offense is going to play. I don't think Watson is playing still, but I think P.J. Walker can score some points. He did last week against the Seahawks defense that is definitely better than the Cardinals defense. Um, so I think the Browns should manhandle them, especially coming off a loss. Like I think the Browns should be able to, to put in some work there. But um, we will see what happens. I might put up the Browns on the card. I'm definitely leaning that way, minus eight. Might do it as a teaser with another game if I see something I like. So we'll figure it out. But... um yeah, regardless. Moving on. Next game is gonna be Bucks at Texans. So I personally hear you know, this is a tough one. The Bucks played Thursday night football last week against the Bills. Looked pretty bad. Made it close at the end. Hail Mary probably should have been caught by Chris Godwin. Don't know what happened on that play. That was weird. But um I don't want to bet the Bucks plus three here. I just don't really want to do it. Um, I don't really want to bet the Houston Texans minus three either. I, I don't like the way they played last week, obviously, against Carolina. I'm not sure what they are right now it's still. Like, I'm really trying to figure that out. But, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't trust Houston in this spot enough to take them. I, I almost took them last week and I laid off. and I think I'm going to lay off one more time. I do think they're a decent team. Like they, I thought they were going to be a winning record team for a second there. Probably not anymore. But um, I'm sweating that under six and a half wins that I, I have on them as well. I thought that was one of the best picks this year, but I did not see C.J. Stroud being a good quarterback, which he probably is. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. But I don't I don't I don't like I don't like it enough to take it at the moment. But I'll lean I'll lean towards Houston for the moment. I think Tampa does have another good performance or two in them in this part of the year until it gets cold and then they're just going to stink. But I don't know, man. It's it's hard to trust them right now. Their offense just is bad. It is it is just pretty bad. Baker looks okay, but I don't know. I don't trust. They have no running game, and their their defense is good, but it's, it's old. Other than that, next game on the slate is going to be Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, minus three against the Rams, which is kind of crazy. Matthew Stafford has to be out, I would have to imagine. Um, and the Packers are just so due to have some success early on in the game um yeah Matthew Stafford's status could go yeah he didn't practice Wednesday missed second straight practice okay so it's looking like Brett Rippon is, is going to be playing for Sean McVay um not sure if Sean McVay had his baby yet does anyone know that like I know he was waiting to have his baby It was maybe going to happen during the game weekend and then he made a joke like oh he knows not to come during the game it's like okay dude what, whatever um but, yeah, this is just a weird game here, weird line. The sharp in me wants to be like, oh, Packers, because they have 22% of the vets and 60% of the handle right now. Like, yeah, I the ballsy guy in me wants to be like, oh, my lock is the Packers because it makes no sense because it doesn't make too much sense. But it does because of Brett Rippin being the quarterback for the Rams. Um, I still just can't trust the Packers enough to probably take this. It's not something I really want to get involved with. It's just, they're, they're so bad, guys. They are so bad. And their schedule only gets worse. Like, this is a must win for them if they want to have any shot at making the playoffs. So, we'll see if they can do it. We'll see, we'll see what happens. But I'll lean Packers just because I, I think it doesn't really make sense. And they are due. But I don't really want to take it. Moving on to our next game. It is the Minnesota Vikings at the Atlanta Falcons. Minnesota trading for Josh Dobbs. To replace Kirk Cousins with the torn ACL, unfortunate stuff for them. But then again, Minnesota, if you, if you lose some more games and finally get a better draft pick, that's probably for the better this year. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah. I mean, this is still just a weird, weird game and a weird spread because Atlanta eating four points, they're still pretty trash, um, especially after last week's performance. Desmond Ritter didn't get a concussion was benched, essentially, for Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke playing again this week, which was a surprise to me. Arthur Smith just kind of given up on, on Ritter. But, um, yeah, just interesting stuff there. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I do think Heineke in his first game back might have some juice. He's not a bad quarterback. I don't know if I trust Dobbs on the Vikings. They really don't have much on offense with Jefferson still out. So I'll lean Atlanta minus four here, but this isn't a game I really want to put money on or watch, to be honest, guys. So we'll see what happens. Another absolute barn burner of a game up next. We have the Chicago Bears visiting the New Orleans Saints. I don't know if Justin Fields is is playing yet, and I really don't care. This isn't a game I really want to have any action on or have any attention on. Um, Not really one that I'm concerned about update on justin fields okay he cannot be playing then i'm not seeing much um so it's gonna be that white kid again who is is an interesting young fellow with the arm wrestling father uh tyson bajin or whatever i don't know um eight and a half point spread new orleans at home in the superdome new orleans still kind of sinks i I can see them choking this but i could i could also see them just bodying the bears i will uh I'll lean towards the Bears here with the eight and a half. They could make it close. Um, who knows? But I'm not betting on this game. Don't watch this game. Don't bet on the game. Who cares? It's not, it's not worth it. Next game, Colts at Panthers. Panthers plus two and a half at home. Colts road favorites, which is interesting. They've been struggling recently. This is a, this is an interesting game. The Colts coming off a couple consecutive losses where they put up a decent amount of points. Uh, but the defense hasn't held up. And then the Panthers coming off their first win against the Texans. How about that? Good for them. Um I don't know. I don't know if I trust the Colts enough to handle the business here. I think the Panthers have a little bit better football in them. I think they're playing a little better, which you know good for them. They had a rough start but um i don't I don't really have a good read on this one to be honest, guys. if I had to lean one way i I would probably lean towards the Colts, and that's more with logic than uh than my gut because the Colts just have a better roster. I think they have a better offense right now just with the way that Minshew has been playing well they still got Pittman they still got Jonathan Taylor they'll be able to run the ball Ooh, I'm kind of talking myself into the freaking Colts right now but um I don't know I don't know if I can trust them to go on the road and win in Carolina and there are other games that I simply like a little bit more right now so yeah, we'll lean towards the Colts. Don't know if it's going to be on the card, but I like them. I think they just have more offensive talent. I think they're playing for more. They have a little bit of hope left in their season They're I think they believe they can win a little bit with Minshew. And the Panthers, you know, they're playing for pride. And, uh, yeah, they're playing after, you know, winning that first game of their season last last week, which, which was interesting. Um, but anyway, next game on the slate, Giants at Raiders. Raiders, of course, firing Josh McDaniels out of nowhere on Halloween this week which finally um and then firing their gm as well i hope they can get one someone in the building who knows how to run a football team because they just did not know what they were doing for many years the raiders it feels like every year just build a roster that can go eight and eight and nothing more nothing less and that's just not where you want to be in any sport it's it's hard to do in the nfl just be mediocre year in year out they somehow managed to do it they some for some reason bring in jimmy g on this big contract and they do all this stuff to, to try to please Devontae Adams. Just trade Devontae Adams. Trade your good players. Rebuild Raiders. You missed on too many draft picks. You're not an awful team, but like you're just not going anywhere. And that's what they need to understand. And they need to just rebuild. Get Become a better organization. Become somewhere where players want to play. I don't think anyone wants to play for the Raiders right now. Okay, done with my Raiders rant. But they are minus one and a half this week at home. They got the Giants, who are coming off a tough... I mean, tough loss uh, against the Jets last week, which was one of the most awesome games I've ever watched on television, even though I was only watching it on the red zone clips. But that just looked electric. Um, I'm, I'm leaning New York here, plus one and a half. I, I think they're due to play better. I still think they have some better football in them. I don't know who's playing at quarterback. I don't know if anyone's healthy. Um, so I'm going to look it up <laughs> this week, which is crazy that that's a, a Google search. Um. They signed Matt Barkley to the practice squad. Jones is out again. Oh Wait, uh, next week's up in the air. Man, I don't know. It looks like Daniel Jones might play. Um, it doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not putting this game on the slate, guys. I'll lean towards the Giants here if they have Tyrod or Daniel Jones playing. Um, I think they're due to play better. Uh, Darren Waller is out, unfortunately, in his revenge game in Vegas, which takes for him with that hamstring injury, which is ironic because that's why they traded him. But he's been having a decent year, so... Anyway, that's that's that for that game. I don't have too much else. Um, another interesting but great 4-30 game this week. We have the Buffalo Bills visiting Cincinnati. Oh, wait, no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping the big game. Jesus, what am I doing? Uh, Cowboys at Eagles. In my opinion, the best rivalry in the NFL. I'm obviously biased. I'm an Eagles fan. I can't wait for this freaking game, man. In Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles are minus three. Vegas telling us we think these two teams are equal on the dot. We had the Eagles last week. It should have hit. They did not. We got backdoored a little bit on a push. But it is what it is. I was happy that Washington didn't go for two and get it and really fuck us because that would have ruined my week. Um, But at the same time, just unfortunate they gave up that touchdown. So anyway, I think these two teams are evenly matched. I, I think the Eagles are better, but I think Dallas always plays the Eagles well, to be honest. Um, I also think this Cowboys team just cannot be trusted this year. And I'm not saying the Eagles have played dominant football and been some juggernaut because they haven't, they've won a lot of closer games. They haven't dominated like they did last year. Even the last year they did win some close games too. Um, but I don't know if the Eagles have played their best football yet. I don't think we've seen that. I don't know if we're going to see that against the Cowboys. I don't necessarily trust that that's going to be the case, but I think the Cowboys this year have shown us in the big moments, in the little moments, they've shriveled up. They've beaten mostly bad teams and, and balled out against those teams, and then when it comes to the big games, they just haven't come through, and and all that makes me want to fade the Cowboys. I mean, it's not about how good the Eagles are, because they are good, but they, they have been playing really well, and this is a, is a potential you know spot where they could falter. But the way the Cowboys have played this year and the way they showed up or didn't show up in San Fran is just what makes me not want to trust them in these big spots. Like I don't know how we can. Watch the Cowboys this year and be like, "Yeah, I think Dak Prescott will step up and beat the Eagles in Philadelphia." It's the first time we've seen, I think, Hertz and Dak face off in over a year. I think it was twenty twenty one, the last time that happened in Dallas, where um, Hertz, you know, played a pr- one of his worst games. I think, if I remember correctly, and that was just a tough time for the Eagles. For the most part, they were they were on their skid before they went on a run and, and snuck into the playoffs. Um, only to get beaten by Tampa Bay pretty badly and Tom Brady. But it it was an interesting game. Um, The Cowboys dominated. Dak Prescott has a good record against the Eagles. I know that. But when he's played the Eagles at their full strength, I don't think he's looked very good. So we'll see what happens generally. Uh, I'm really interested in this game. I don't know if I'm going to have it on my card. But if I do, it'll be the Eagles minus three for sure because I have a lot of faith in the Eagles in this one. I don't have a lot of faith in the Cowboys in a big game. Moving on to another massive game, Sunday Night Football. The Buffalo Bills going to Cincinnati, playing the Bengals. The Bengals are minus two at home. Um, I faded the Bengals last week with the Niners. That was a mistake. We're going to get ahead of that. We're going to flush that. We're going to forget about that. I love the Bengals here, people. I love the Bengals. Um, I just think the Buffalo Bills are banged up. They had their run where Josh Allen played like Superman. That's over. They snuck by the Giants. Um they snuck by the, the Bucks last week. I mean, they didn't sneak by him. That was a good win. But Hail Mary, and they lose to the Bucs. A holding call, and they probably lose to the Giants. Like, I, I don't know how many breaks this team's going to get, and they haven't gotten breaks in the injury department. They bring in Rosal Douglas to play corner from Green Bay. That's a good pickup, but but I don't really think he's a stud by any means. I still think they have some problems back there. I still think the Bengals are starting to play their best football, and this is a great spot for them. They handled Buffalo in the playoffs last year. I don't think this is a spot where Buffalo's coming in all amped up. I think they're just just—they're probably nervous. I think Buffalo comes in nervous this game, as they should, and I think Cincinnati is just going to keep balling and coming off a road victory in San Fran. They're riding high. I mean, they're playing their best football, and I really do believe in them. Minus two, its it might be the lock of the week. I freaking love that bet. And then moving on to our final game, monday night football i actually think this is a decent matchup it's chargers at jets so chargers obviously played in primetime last week handled the bears um i believe they moved to three and four um i'm not 100 percent sure on that so i'm going to look it up they are second in the afc west right now um I, I don't i don't know why i can't see the record on google like just show me their, their freaking record um okay record Chargers record they are three and four yeah just as I thought so this one could get them back to 500 I think the Jets are have been on a roll recently they're due for a letdown spot I think this is that letdown spot I don't know if Justin Herbert's gonna be able to carve up that Jets defense it is really really good especially the pass D. so we'll see how that goes they're gonna need to maybe run the ball a little more do a little bit more work in the field in the middle but I think this is this spot just screams Chargers to me and I really do like the Chargers minus three and a half on the road is tough. I would really, really prefer minus three or minus two and a half. So that's the number that I'm going to be looking for, and that I'm going to probably give out as minus three. But, nonetheless, I have a lot of interest in it. I really do like the Chargers here. I don't think the Jets can keep this rolling with Zach Wilson, a quarterback. He is just due for a collapse, man, and and we'll see what Brandon Staley can do as, as, as with the defense, but I don't think the Chargers are just going to fall out of the playoff three race this year either. Um, I don't see that happening whatsoever, so We'll see what happens. It's a tough game for them. They are going on the road all the way to New York, but they have some time to prepare. Primetime game. Shouldn't be too much of an issue for them, so we will see what happens. But I like the Chargers as well. I think that's going to be on the card. Um, but that about wraps it up, folks. So just in review, we took the Steelers tonight, cashed that. We like a few other games, but we don't love too many. We like the Browns in a teaser spot, teased down to minus two. Or we might take them straight up, because I don't think I found another another pairing to tease them with, so we'll have to think about that. We might take the Raiders plus seven or the the Giants. Excuse me. Might tease them with the Giants plus seven and a half um, to maybe make a little little money there. So we might go Browns Giants teased Browns minus two Giants plus seven and a half. We'll go Bengals minus two. I think that's going to be our lock of the week because I have a lot of confidence in the Bengals. I think we're gonna go with the Chargers minus three and a half or minus three. I'm not sure. Um, but we all probably mix in even one more game. Cause I like a lot of the slate guys. I don't know if we're going to, you know, put our faith in the Packers or we're going to end up rolling our dice and going with the, with the Seahawks plus six or maybe even the Patriots. Again, I know it's not gonna be the lock relax, but I don't know. Or the chiefs. I like the chiefs minus two in Germany, but I'm not going to watch any of that game. That's six thirty My time Six thirty. Can you believe that? Like, what are we doing there? Um, but anyway, it's been the show this week guys. I don't have too many extra things to say. It's it's a weird time. It's a weird year. Let's get through this year. Let's enjoy the football season. Let's try to do what we can. We're almost to the holidays. Let's get to the holidays. Let's survive. Let's work hard. Let's let's do good. Let's try to try to be the best versions of ourselves and then let's just relax a little bit and enjoy the holidays as much as we can cuz you know. It's, it's, it's been a weird year, but we're going to move on. We're moving on. I'm ready to get to 2024. We're almost there. Let's do it. And let's make some money in the process. One and already this week. I love the board. Um, I know I didn't advertise that, but I do love the board. Let's, let's keep cooking. Let's keep cooking folks. Let's go. All right. Belugas. Thank you for listening as always. Love ya.